the podcast where we sip and spill. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, people of Earth, Earthlings. Although I guess somebody could be listening who's not an Earthling. Anyways, hello, lovely listeners out there. Coming back to you with another episode of Tea with Key. It's the place to be, okay? Yes. Let me tell y'all. Okay, I'm excited because Tea with Key, we're back from hiatus and we're hitting you with the first reloaded episode. Okay, a little reloaded. All right, we bring somebody back on the show. We talk about goals that they wanted to achieve where they are now and essentially having conversations about progress that they are making. Okay, today on the pod, Sean, you want to introduce yourself to the people? Remind them who you are. Let them know who you are if they did not already know you. <laughs> I used to go by Dre Salmon. Now it's just Salmon. Everybody should know me by now. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Uh, I would say I used to be a producer. I used to be a rapper. I used to... Uh, be those two things. Now I'm just a producer of many things. I don't just make beats, I make clothes, I make songs, I make a lot of things. So I could say that I'm a content creator. Is could I call myself that? If that also uh, makes yeah. Sense? <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm a content creator now, if that also makes sense. And I rap from time to time still, but not as full time as I used to because I learned my lessons. But yeah, just a multimedialist, <laughs> multimedialist, multi-talented, uh, Grammy-nominated. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I ain't never been nominated for a Grammy. But it would have been nice, you know what I'm saying? But uh, well-anointed profile, something. I'm something. I know that for a fact. <laughs> I know I'm a somebody. You are somebody. You are. So- you know, actually, when you said that, it reminded me of... Remember that song uh, by Chance the Rapper, like everybody's somebody's everything? I don't know why that came into my mind when you said I'm somebody. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. I'm a lot of things, just put it like that. I'm a man of a lot of talents, I would say. And uh, I'm still here, and I'm still breathing, and I'm just out here in the world chilling. Look, okay, okay. Oh my goodness, I know last time we talked, you, did you have COVID last time? Or were you like overcoming COVID? It was I was getting over COVID the last song. Oh, child. Yeah, because that was that was back at like the end of 2020 and the panorama was still out here, you know, claiming people. And I was like, oh, my goodness gracious. I am giving you all the strength. Are you healthy these days? Are you healthy right now? I didn't even ask that. Hold up. <laughs> I'm healthy right now. I did catch COVID again, but I am healthy right now as we speak, okay. uh, I would say. I hear, but I have survived it twice. Okay, we are twins right now because I also survived COVID twice, just like you. I had COVID twins. Look, and then I got COVID. I I think I narrowed it down where I got it. My best friend Kiana was like, "Oh, let's go to Six Flags for her birthday," and we went to Six Flags and. Yeah, I got COVID basically, and I felt terrible. And I was like, I hope I don't die. Obviously, we didn't die. I'm assuming you didn't get COVID the second time from Six Flags, though. <laughs> nah, my homie D, he gave me COVID. D, if you listening, yeah, yeah, you you, you gave <laughs> me COVID, bro. You, you you was out for a week, and then you came back to work, and I dapped you up, and then literally the day later, I ended up with COVID. You gave me COVID, bro. <laughs> just just to let you know, I still love you. It's still all love. Because, you know, it's a pandemic that we can't control. But you gave me COVID, bro. <laughs> when the death is not worth it. Um, I wonder. You know, we'd be doing masks, I guess. 
You could wear gloves and dap. I guess people were doing the elbow thing. I don't even know. I think people were just not touching people in general, but it's hard when it's your friend because you're like, I'm trying to show my friend some love. Show, showing love, sharing germs. I guess that, that goes hand in hand. <laughs> Pretty much. But like I said, I don't blame him at all because it is, it is not his fault. But he still gave me COVID. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I missed out going to Dollywood. Wait, what? Yep, I missed out on the Dollywood trip because of it, because I was down bad, bad the second time. The first time wasn't so bad, but the second time was eh, and uh, I survived it the second time, and now I'm here, for sure. Oh, goodness gracious. So you had to miss a whole vacation? I had to miss a whole vacation, because I didn't want to give it to my family. Yeah, oh no. I swear, time would be the worst. Why can't we get sick? If we got, If we got to get sick, why can't we just get sick when we have nothing to do? But, oh my goodness. Mm-mm-mm. Well. That's the pandemic for you. <laughs> look, it's, I mean, you know, where we are right now is a lot better than before. Cause I was thinking that, I also didn't realize it had been, it's almost been two and a half years since uh, you were first on the pod. Do you know that? <laughs> I thought it was three years. <laughs> Come on. That was hard. It's it was 2023, but okay, yeah, because it was like the end. It was like the end of 2020. But either way, it's been oh, a yeah. long fucking time. Okay, a very long time. I thought it was really nice that you reached out to me on Instagram because I started thinking about how I wanted to go about you know having my reloaded episodes with guests that I talked to before, what solo episodes that I wanted to have for you know, points I went to hit home and then for like, you know, net new guests. And so as I was literally thinking about these things, you hit me up and I was like, oh, the timing of this is perfecto. So I was like, why not? Why not? (laughs) I mean, yeah, for real, for real. You know, but you know, this is Tea with Key. So we have to let the listeners know what we are sipping on. I didn't even ask you if you had a beverage. Do you have a beverage you're sipping on? I do. I do have a beverage that I am sipping on. I try, I'm trying to stay to the theme of the show. So I'm sipping on Arizona original tea just to yeah. keep it safe. You know? But it, it's a tea, you know what I'm saying? Tea with I tea. love that. I love that so much. Wait, okay. Throughout the whole panini, did it stay the same price? They never increased prices, right? I've never noticed. I, I just... But when you have an EBT card, you low-key don't give a give a damn about price <laughs> because you ain't spending your money, actual money. So it's just like, I haven't really noticed. I hope the cans are still a dollar, but I buy it by the gallon. And that also makes sense. And I think it's like three-something dollars. Well, no, nah, I think it's two ninety nine for this whole, whole gallon. Ooh, okay. Actually, buying in bulk, yes, you're onto something. Also... I hear you because one of my homegirls in college, she had food stamps and we would literally go to Wegmans and she'd get like a pound of gummy bears and we would just like eat them all in her house. And it was amazing um, because we were just like, indulge, indulge, indulge. So I hear you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like back when we was in high school, well, so my mom used to give me her EBT card. You know, used to uh, Southeast used to be next to that pool, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I used to just go in there before we started school, 
that's when I started driving as well too. And I used to just pillage. I used to pillage and get nobody nothing. <laughs> Cause I got tired of the vending machines that we had as well too. Oh, so it's just uh yeah, yeah, that was a it was a good escape to even more things that was outside the vending machine, you know, especially when they took away the Starbucks machine. And that's when I started going to Food Line and getting the, the Frappuccinos by the bottle as well too because you i don't know if you remember they had that healthy uh vending machine yeah and i'm like yeah and they took it out like a year later <laughs> mm-hmm. or like this is this is not giving it's okay it's funny because i was actually i was talking to um somebody about this the other day about okay so when we were in school and obviously we love obama we love the obama family okay we were talking about michelle how michelle <laughs> had the initiatives for, you know, healthier food within schools. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, Michelle, we love you. Okay, I see the arms. She is fit. She's a very fit woman. Okay, she's looking good. But also at the same time when you're a kid, you're like, I don't care about being healthy. But also it's like, okay, wait, what what have I actually been eating today? <laughs> so Exactly. And that happened during the last years that we were there as well, too. I feel sorry for the kids afterwards because they had to deal with it in a full-blown scale of like lunches that we used to have ain't the same as the lunches that they're having right now as we speak as well too because of michelle obama program so we got out at a at a very good time you know and uh yeah because i've seen the plates and i'm just like "Eh." (laughs) it's not giving what it used to give but it's that I mean, honestly, like, you know, when you're a kid and, you know, if we had the choice of, you know, eating like shit or not, we'd probably eat like shit. But now in our, uh, the age that we are now in our lives, I am, look, I I got a physical and my freaking doctor was like, you're, I don't know if it was like LDC, LDL, whatever, like the bad cholesterol was like slightly higher than it should be. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, I'm too young for this. And I'm trying to eat more fiber and like <laughs> shit like that. And I'm like, man, if I had been eating fucking whole grain shit, like when I was young, I don't even know. Moral of the story is, yeah, with this one body that we have, what are we putting into it? But anyways, here we are. Actually, let me go ahead and I'm gonna take a sip too, cause uh. Understandable. My doctor put me on a Mediterranean diet because I used to eat too much spicy food. And oh like that as well too. Just messed up the lining of my stomach, and he threw me on a strict Mediterranean Mediterranean diet, which I barely followed. And then my stomach started to get worse. And then I I started following the diet. I was like, all right, maybe he ain't lying. So uh-huh. <laughs> it's it's been better ever since as well too. I don't eat as as spicy as I used to because I used to go hard on the spices but uh I, I backed it up a little bit just for my stomach's sake yeah I and just uh follow what he said too uh, you okay this and I think it's it's, <laughs> it's crazy we're talking about this because a I think it's really important but b you know you never know what's gonna happen on tea with key when you're just having you know organic conversations stomach problems so when i look at the the analytics for my pod most of the people who listen it's like about 65 percent of the people are like within our age range which makes sense because i'm like okay most of the people like the people that you know i've been to school with grew up with all that jazz right talking about listening to your stomach dude 
I, okay, when I was filing my taxes this year, there was like a section where they ask about, you know, medical bills and stuff like that, if you want to itemize. And I literally almost hit the threshold for basically all the problems that I was like having with my stomach. When you talk about the, oh, look, let me tell you. Yeah. So trying to try to eat less spicy food, trying to like, you know, not really intake a lot of caffeine, trying to just be more conscious because yeah, fucking gastritis is real okay. it's real for sure Bird is real. real look it's most I, definitely real that's exactly what i had to gastritis is most uh, definitely real and it's not it's not our fault it's not our fault who knew the things that we ate when we was a kid when we was kids and teenagers coming up and then working at various food places because we couldn't get straight jobs because we were teenagers and things like that. Who knew we would mess up the stomach, the lining of our stomachs in the future? You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't see it coming. <laughs> exactly. Not at all. We thought we had yeah, spice, spice challenges. Okay, I would never do a spicy challenge. Wait, were you doing spicy challenges? The cinnamon challenge, that's still oh. a spice, you know? <laughs> <laughs> in my mind, I was thinking like hot one type of shit. Or, but <laughs> and then still, people were still doing like, we were still going out for wings and things like that when we were teenagers as well too. Buffalo wings, spicy buffalo wings, all types of things like that. Who knew in the future <laughs> we'd all end up like this, you know what I'm saying? Like. Not at all. Not at all. This is a PSA for all of the listeners out there. If you or a loved one you know is over the age of 25 and is still eating and drinking like they did when they were in college, please have a heart to heart with them. Because if not, their stomach will be having a heart to heart and then you will be sad. Okay, next. <laughs> please do not hesitate to go to the hospital. They actually have answers. You can trust some of these doctors. Not everything, but you can trust some of these doctors as well, too. And if you're most definitely having stomach problems, it's not a time to debate science. It's time to go to the hospital. So as a PSA or T-E-K-E-F from Solomon himself, don't hesitate. Go to the hospital. Get what you need. You don't always have to get the needle. They give it to you in pill form as well, too. So don't sleep on your stomach or your stomach will sleep on you. All right, all right, all right. But okay. Actually, let's back up. Let's back up. Because question, <laughs> have you ever been to the ER because of your stomach? Nah, not, not yet. Okay. <laughs> not okay. yet. Well, maybe urgent care, but not the ER. The UR, not the ER, <laughs> for sure. Okay, okay. because another PSA, do, man, let me, let me fucking tell you. There was one day I was struggling. Okay, like, it was like the most pain I'd like ever experienced. And like, I go to urgent care. And they're like, oh, like you're like, what's the term? Like your stomach is like distended or something. Something about like when your stomach like sticks out, like, you know, more than it should or some shit like that. But they were like, mm. oh, we don't have whatever scanners here. So like, we really, you know, urge you to go to urgent. Not, uh, we urge you to go to the ER. And I was just like, okay, well, I've never experienced this much pain in my life. I feel like I'm going to die. And they're telling me that I should go. So like, I guess I'm going to go. That bill is not cute. So also PSA, if you think that you need to go, Ask yourself, okay, like, <laughs> am I probably not gonna die? Cause in the grand scheme of things, I didn't die. But also I learned that morphine is very amazing, which I'm like, damn, now I can see why people, you know, love this shit so much. Anyways, 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 yeah. That's all I was asking. Cause I'm like, okay, yeah, so go to the doctor, but also don't go to the ER if you think that you might not die because those bills are not cute. Okay, anyway. Not at all, not at all. And they'll, they'll get you. They'll get you somehow, some way. Somehow, yeah. Even if they tell you it's free, 
They'll get you somehow, some way. We're in <laughs> nothing America. Is free. <laughs> like when I went to go get my second, well, not the second COVID test, but when I went to go, uh, pretty much get the the new antibiotics. It's called Paxlovid for uh, COVID and things like that. I asked the lady five separate times, "Is this free?" And every time she told me, she said yes. Then after I got over COVID and I finished the Paxlovid trial as well too. I get a bill in my mail for two hundred dollars. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, not everything is free. Even if they tell it to your face, if it's free, it's not free. <laughs> not at all. That is extremely unfortunate because the way in which checking the mail, it do be sad sometimes because you know you know what a bill looks like. You know when you check the mail and you're like, <laughs> Quest Diagnostics, oh shit, it's a bill. Like, <laughs> you know. Oh. It's a bill. I, I can always tell that just trying to get to my pockets somehow, some way. <laughs> right? It's okay. Someone wanting money. Why can't it be someone giving money? Like I call, I call my primary care physician because I got a bill in the mail, and then I was like, okay, I'll pay it online. I go to the portal. The portal says that I don't have any bills, so I call the office. And they tell me not only do I not have that, but I have a credit. So I'm like, okay, basically I paid on a bill that like, I guess was not like something I owed. I'm like, y'all get it right. Get it right. Get out my pockets and get it right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But we live in a place called America where money is everything. Apparently, even though, you know, you have people that tell you that it isn't, it still is for some odd reason. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh definitely it's hard out here you know um but we making it we making it uh well we got bills all right we got we have bills all right you have a family we can't be we can't be out here just broke five broke forever you know exactly hopefully i'm assuming actually let me not assume i'm gonna ask how how is your 2023 looking so far it's been it's been fire so far, I would say. Uh spent a lot of time with my son for sure. I just got done spending two straight weeks with him as well. And then uh I just been working and uh giving my money up and things like that as well too. And uh uh I just been out here having fun, if I also makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> just being myself for sure, but uh just also getting everything back up starting as well too. Just a little bit of a reboot, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a reset type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely I hear you on that. It is like a recenter, gather your thoughts, your priorities. So so this this year, what do you like what would you say personally are your priorities? I would say that my priorities is getting all my businesses off the float. Cause I'll put everything on a hiatus just to focus on just one thing, which is just getting my money up as well, too. Mm-hmm. And also raising my son. So I would say just two things as well, too. But now since he's older, and I have to oh, always keep an eye on him all the time. He's three now, for sure. Oh, so cute. So I don't, I don't always have to be super attentive and things like that. Cause I used to when he was born. So now I can focus on other things like that as well, too, as getting my clothing business back up to speed and getting the beats, everything, and everything back up to speed as well, too. So, yeah, and it's been fun at the same time, just realizing what I was doing wrong also and also making those wrongs right. So it's uh, it's been a process, but uh, I've been having fun with it for sure. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. Wait, when you when you say wrongs, do you mean like business wrongs or like just growing as a person, like character wrongs? I would say both. Look, I, I hear you. There are things even T with key, like, okay, I want to do this different or career wise. Okay, this is where I was, but I could have done this better. Or even yeah, as a person recognizing, you know, insecurities or things that, you know, we say we want to do that we don't do, like actually doing them. So yeah, uh, that's super duper important, yo, because being able to be, what's the word? You know, like when you look at yourself and you know, reflect on where, reflect on who you are right now and then who you want to be and then being able to say, okay, these are things that I could change. Like, I think the words, what, introspective or something like that, that's really important. Something like retrospective, uh, I would say, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, like after- I think that's taken. Well, I think it's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it means going over the entire, well, your entire life in general, or at least an entire period of your life in general. Mm-hmm. A retrospective. Mm-hmm. Gosh, we've lived so much life. And honestly, the more experiences that we have, that's just more growth right there. You know, actually, okay, question. You said, wait, okay, so you're not making your own music anymore. Well, you're not rapping anymore, but like you're producing. So you're helping other people like with their vision, right? Sometimes, but nah. <laughs> wait, 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 I want to unpack this. What happened? I mean, if you if you don't mind like talking about it. Well, we well, pretty much what happened is, is just that me and all my friends, we just got older with more responsibilities and things like that. It's not no like bad blood or anything like that. It's just getting older. Like, between the ages of 27 and 30. <laughs> like, uh, dude, we're, we're getting older. We got families and things like that as well, too. So it's just more of being more responsible and having to put the responsibilities first more than anything else. But I do know that the situation that it was called Mischief Records is most definitely dead. <laughs> and I'll follow with it for sure. That, and knowing that, I can most definitely move on. And... I'll always be my friends because you you know this for sure that they've been my friends before uh-huh. beforehand. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I know bad blood or anything like that. Just straight up responsibilities, and I can respect it for sure. And so I just moved on, and I pretty much I dropped everything that was supposed to be dropped and finalized everything as well too. And uh, I have a new company now. And it's called Maria, for sure. And it's just an umbrella. It's not even a company company. It's an umbrella that holds everything that I that I create, if that also makes sense. Like my clothing line or my, uh, my uh, the line that I do to make my beats and things like that as well, too. Another business venture, but it's just all for myself right now. Until if I want to expand out, maybe in the future. But for now, it's just for, because I have a lot of stuff, if that also makes sense. And when you have a lot of stuff, you got to organize all that stuff as well, too. So having this umbrella has helped me out the and well, the entire process for sure, getting everything organized. And mm-hmm. now it's time to, to launch, which I'm getting everything together as well, too, to do that. And I'm aiming for the summer because everybody loves the summer. It's hot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's been a process, but it's been a fun process mm-hmm. and a retrospective process at the same time as well too wow you you are just going for it it's like you have all these ideas and all this energy and you're it's like you're just you're ramping up and 
gosh, how do you even, how does that organize? Like I'm listening to you and I'm like, this is a lot. Like, see, so some people are born very organized. They have, they, they're born with very good organizational skills and other people, which is, is about the 98% <laughs> of us organizing is a little intermediate. I wouldn't say difficult, but a little intermediate, but it's just that the energy to do so, like you got to have the energy to do so. Like some people can be a little lazy with it as well too, but if you really want to, and you really want to be organized, you can do it. You just got to strive to do it. If that also makes sense. It's a drive behind it to stay organized. Cause if you don't, if there's no drive behind it, everything pretty much falls all over the place. You're right. You're right. I mean, that intrinsic motivation is definitely a leading factor. Uh, okay. So would you say like, I guess out of your brands is, is so the fashion is like, I guess like the higher priority right now. I think everything has the same amount of priority. I would say for sure. Ooh. One doesn't, one isn't above another. Okay. He said what he said. Well, I was just curious. Cause I was just like, Okay, you know, you're talking about, you know, it's about to get hot. I mean, right now, there was like this weird, it's weird weather. It's like fucking cold and it shit. It was hot last week. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Wait, okay, are you still back in Greensboro? No, I'm, uh, I'm, I, 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 no offense, I love Greensboro. I love y'all, but I ain't never going back to Greensboro. And that's yeah. okay. I'm in Charlotte. <laughs> All right, Charlotte. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, because I'm like, you know, a lot of people sometimes like they will go back home or decide they want to stay home for a little while. Even look, I, I I think I said this before. I thought about, you know, before during the Pangea when it was off and popping about moving back home for a little bit. I didn't. But anyways, yeah, because Greensboro's, you know, cute to have families. But, you know, when we're older, branching out. OK, anywho. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, man, it's just nothing to do there like that no more because they show a lot of things down. Mm -hmm. my opinion and it's just over here in charlotte i got a lot of things that i can do out here so it's uh mm -hmm. yeah yeah just uh, i did everything that greensboro has uh, had to offer from when we was in high school up to when i moved and then i moved back and then i moved back to charlotte for good i did everything that greensboro had to offer mm -hmm. and i'm satisfied <laughs> Look, sure. I, I i hear you you know because if it wasn't for you know, my mom and Jameson, yeah, I'm, there's there's not a part of me that's like, okay, out of all the cities on the map going back. Yeah, I know, but the weather be doing what it wants to do, um, but it's hopefully going to get warm soon. The biddies is going to be out here, okay, you know, the sun going to be popping, the melanin going to be popping, all right. Can I ask if you have anything special for, you know, <laughs> the girls this summertime? <laughs> I do, but it's a secret. I mean, Y'all will see it when it when it comes. But it, I have something planned. That is that's my main goal because you know simple t-shirts is cool and things like that. But I'm gonna try to divide it up and just aim it towards the women because y'all buy a lot more clothes than men do, as I, I've noticed for sure. Oh. So it's uh yeah, it's uh more aimed towards y'all this summer. If that also makes sense. Uh, a hundred percent. I mean. I have two closets, not because I actually wanted them, but just because this apartment came with two closets. But I don't even have that many clothes, but I've definitely, I have friends. I had one, like my homegirl, she was moving before. She had like eight bags of like donation clothes. And I'm like, this is eight bags of donation, like eight bags of unwanted clothes. I got like, you know, another homegirl and her closet is just like so packed that you can't even, you know how like, when you can't even like move the clothes because they're so 
They're so close. They're so packed, packed, packed together. Mm -hmm. so. well, I've seen it time and time and time again. <laughs> uh, yeah. I buy a lot of clothes. Ooh, especially for occasions. Let me tell you, my mom, let me tell you what my mom said, okay? So I was at a wedding on Saturday, right? And I have a wedding next Saturday. And I was looking for a dress for the one on Saturday, this past one. And my mom, because I told her ideally I wanted to get two dresses. My mom was like, why don't you just wear the same dress to both weddings? I said, no. Not the same dress to both weddings. Even I got to disagree on that one. I'm not gonna wear the same tux to say to to two different weddings for sure. Okay, I feel like, like guys though can get away with the tuxes, especially if they're nah. Maybe what? if it's a different tie, but I mean, maybe it's maybe if it's the same tie, but nah. I, I feel like we couldn't. Me personally, nah. <laughs> or if you take off like know. it's okay. Also, um. Let's now. I can understand if there's two weddings in the same day, you gotta go to one and then there's no <laughs> one at four o'clock. All right, bet I understand that, but if they're like in the same week or one week apart or something like that, or a month apart, I don't think I could. Maybe if it was two years later, I'll probably wear the same suit for sure. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that, but if it's like a week. Like, all right, Sean, you got to go to this wedding, then you got to go to Mark's wedding next week. I'm not, I'm not wearing the same suit. <laughs> I was thinking that a guy could get away with, like, wearing, you know, one suit at two, you know, back-to-back -back weddings, like, if they're, like, a week or whatever, a month apart, because there's so many pieces. So, like, you know, you got the pants, and then you have, like, your undershirt, and then you have, like, the real shirt, and then sometimes you have the vest and the tie and the jacket and, like, you know, then the things on it, like you might, like the guys on at the wedding, they had suspenders, they had the little things that you put, like the little, whatever, little corsage pin thing. And then you have some guys that had the thing that you, and I keep saying things, I don't know, words are hard in like the pocket. So in my mind, I was like, oh, you could get away with like, cause like there's so many pieces, you could just decide to take some pieces off. You, do, do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> So, so what you're saying is that, like, you think I could get away by just, you know, stripping certain pieces of the suit away to look at just a tad bit different at the next wedding? Okay, no, I'm saying like, if you, if you, if the first, <laughs> if the first wedding you had on like all the things I just said, like, let's say uh -huh. that wedding was like the more, more formal wedding. If you went to, and I guess the assumption is that the first wedding is more formal and the second wedding is more casual. Cause <laughs> assuming. <laughs> all right, you know what? It's, it's all right, yeah. You're not wearing the same suit back to back. Moral of the story is, yeah, I told my mom, no, I'm not gonna wear the same dress to that to the wedding. And I still don't even know next Saturday what I'm gonna wear. Cause it's, it's a wedding in Florida. So I gotta check the weather. Cause you know, I don't know. It's like central Southern Florida. I don't, I don't freaking know. I need to sip. Sounds pretty nice. Pretty nice. I'm glad all your friends are in love. Everyone's getting married. Oh my goodness. How's your love life? Um, it's cool, I guess. I just go on dates, things like that. And uh come back to the house and just chill. But other than that, it's like uh just like the movies, I would say, just having a regular date life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel well, I feel like the movies make it like more hilarious um, than it actually is in reality. But yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a uh, you can make it hilarious as well too. It, it is funny meeting people because you you get to meet all different types of people as well too, and then it's uh, the different personalities and things like that, and their quirks and their pet peeves and things like that. Sometimes it can be quite hilarious. You know, 
Yes. When it comes to quirkiness. Yeah. At times like that, you can laugh. Pet peeves. I don't know if I've ever met anyone that had like a funny pet peeve or like a, hmm, hmm. See, I know one person with a funny pet peeve. <laughs> Just one person. Well, I, I know a couple of people with funny pet peeves, but one person, not a female, it's just one of my friends, like, my homie Chris, I love you, Chris, just to let you know, this nigga don't like birds. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> are we talking about Chris, Alpha Wolf Chris? Yeah, he, he, he just likes some birds, for sure. I don't know the exact reason why, <laughs> but... <laughs> He doesn't. He, he, did he get shot on or something? Or <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But like he, he, he hates birds. Like how Tupac hated Biggie at that one point, but like forever. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> oh, a funny you know, thing. Like, Let me stop. It was just like, what have they done to you? They're, <laughs> they're birds. <laughs> but what he's but just. He, I mean, uh, he'll have it. He has an internal beef for birds. I don't judge him for it as well, too, because I don't like groundhogs neither at all. But you never see like groundhogs. I don't like platypuses neither. You never see them either. <laughs> oh, well, platypuses can like hurt you. Like the little prong thing on the side of like their what they're not their paws, their whatever is like poisonous. So I guess that makes sense. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then it's just so I understand. <laughs> but. It's hilarious to me because me with birds, I, I'm kind of cool with birds, <laughs> like parakeets, things like that, because they're more humanized, so they take things a little bit more personal. But like mm -hmm. when it comes to other birds, things like that, I'm cool. But when it comes to Chris, like he hates peacocks, he hates cassowaries, he hates robins, pigeons, he hates the whole family. <laughs> okay, <let's... laughs> this is. This is wild because I'm starting to think like, damn, they're they're really everywhere though. I'm like, he has to go out. Exactly. That's all I'm just like. <laughs> That's like me hating grass. It's just like he's like no matter how much hate that you have for birds, they're always gonna be around. <laughs> you cannot stop it. I mean, you wake up in the morning, you hear the dawn chorus, you go to the park, you take a stroll on the beach, you walk to your car wow wow well um, it is not exposing because by now it should be another thing but yeah my nigga hates birds he he he, he hates birds for sure not scared of him because he'll box one but he he, oh. he, he okay, hates birds <laughs> well i guess yeah depending on what bird because some birds like ostriches ostriches can kill us you know like you don't like ostriches um, don't trust them. <laughs> yeah, ostriches are scary. You know, not scary, but yeah. If if something can easily kill me, yeah, I'm gonna have like a red alert. But <laughs> well, like I said, it extends down to robins and pigeons and things like that. So yeah, he, you know, he, he, actually, he I actually think someone doesn't really fuck with pigeons either, too. Because sometimes, especially like you know, in cities like New York City, those pigeons be fatter than the homeless people. Okay, they're well fed. They are like. And they flock in like so many sometimes you're just like, I kind of want to get away right now. So I can, okay, I can, I can see, I can see this in, you know, certain bird types, but others, yes, yeah, some are so innocent and so cute, but to each their own. Okay. Okay. But then again, I don't Twitter, call the seagulls. Let me stop. 
Um, <laughs> I don't fuck with seagulls, so I don't fuck with pelicans neither. <laughs> so I quite understood. I, well, I don't seagulls are just seagulls. annoying. They're like loud. They want to like try to like you know get your food, and I'm just like I'm just on the beach. They say they say pit pigeons are the rats of the skies. Nah, I would say seagulls for sure because <laughs> they will straight up take your shit in your face and just act like ain't nothing happened. They I don't do, like seagulls. They do not care. They said this beach is mine, bitch. What you doing here? You in my home. Oh, my God. Pretty much. And I'm just like, I mean, you can't even swim like that, bruh. Like, <laughs> what makes this yours? Huh. But at the end of the day, they can fly and we can't. So I guess they can do whatever they want to do. Oh, um, uh. uh, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. That's one thing. They can fly. Not for long, but they can fly. Look, longer than we can, shit. Hey, we got metal and stuff like that. We could be in the sky for 16 hours straight. No bird can do that. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Maybe a Canadian goose. I don't know. They seem like they know how to fly far. Um, I don't trust geese either. See, I understand Chris a lot more now that I think about it because I don't trust geese at all. Okay. Do all like birds? <laughs> It's funny that we're actually talking about this now because this, so I told you this morning, I got up at 6.45 in the morning, I went to the gym and at this gym, there's always at least like 10 geese in the parking lot, just- Oh, wow. Things. I don't know what they're doing, but I was leaving to go back home and, you know, I would never like hit an animal on purpose. Like, <laughs> um, and I'm <laughs> turning and I see more geese because I have to like go like left and go up to go out. And the goose in the street, I kid you not, like when I turned, just dead ass looked straight at me. Didn't move, didn't flinch, didn't nod it, and just looked at me. And I was like, well, I guess, I guess I have been beat. I must go around. Um, cause a motherfucker was like, you know, that's a felony, right? <laughs> you know, look, that's a felony. Look, what you about like, to do, right? <laughs> looking straight at me. Like, of course, you know, I was just like, I needed to get out the parking lot so I can get to the main street. But the fact that he wasn't looking, he was just minding his own goosely business or whatever. And he looked, he was like, it was like he was looking straight at me, like, like knuck if you buck type shit. And I was just like, oh, wow. Yeah, they, they know. Butt type shit. I don't know. I don't know, you know, if there was some energy, maybe because they saw my car before and they were like, this is our parking lot. Because I also park on the side where like less people park just because it's more convenient for me to get out. And I mean, those suckers, those suckers will uh, get you. I definitely, uh, oh, yeah. Okay, Chris, your feelings are extremely valid. We have, we have. Exactly. <laughs> they're okay. very territorial for no, well, to protect their eggs, but their range is ignorant. If that also makes sense. It's just like, you can't be like, like not even six feet, 10 feet away, they'll come hissing for no reason. I'm just like, what you hissing at? You gonna try to make me touch a felony for bopping you. <laughs> That's for bopping you. Just, just, I don't even gotta take you out the game. Just one bop and it's straight to the slammer and then there's a felony charge. Oh goodness. Yeah, that would be an interesting explanation. You're just like, yeah, so one day, you know, this goose, I had to just give it to him. Um, and then that's that's a wrap. That's a wrap. But um, yeah, we're all just organisms, you know, occupying the same biosphere, trying to just, you know, coexist. And it may not always be a mutually beneficial relationship, but, you know, you don't fuck with me. I don't fuck with you. All right. Boom, bye, sure. boom. Let's get it going. Okay. And that's a wrap. Um <laughs> There's okay, some spiteful okay. greases. I have two questions for you, and they're like completely random. Well, they're not. They're not random, but two questions. 
Yes, two questions that they're actually relevant to me, but they're also relevant to you. So when, okay, I don't know if you remember this, but <laughs> when you were on the pod before, we were talking about how one of your goals was to learn how to make sushi. And I actually ate sushi yesterday. And so I knew that we were going to be talking today. And I was like, wait, let me ask him if he actually ended up like starting to make his own sushi. <laughs> Nah, I never got the chance to do so. <laughs> I'm gonna be completely honest. I didn't get a chance to do so. I know that they sell the kits now and things like that as well. But between getting my place and getting settled into that place and working a lot and being able to get free sushi <laughs> as well too, I kind of kind of forgot to learn how to make sushi. <laughs> Look, okay, everything you described, the hustle and the bustle is, yeah, because I would just be like, no, I'm just going to go buy sushi. Like, what in the world? Like, because, yeah, making it, getting the materials, taking the time, look, okay. But it's, you know, I think about when someone tells me something and they're like, hey, I want to do this. I'm like, great, yeah, do it. I'm going to ask you later, hey, did you do this? Because I thought it was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> And I do apologize, but that's 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 how it pretty much went for sure. You, but, you priorities, okay? We look priorities are always changing, okay? But okay, next important question, and I can actually talk to you about this more now because of a recent experience that I had. Mm -hmm. So we we talked before, you know. We were talking about like the dangers of touring and unfortunately a lot of people, you know, being lost to gun violence. And, you know, even now, like it's unfortunately still happening. And, you know, we've lost a lot of people even, you know, since we last talked and, you know, we were we were discussing, you know, owning a gun. And at the time, you know, neither one of us um, was in that boat. But I actually went to the range for the first time since I talked to you. Hey. Uh, yeah. And I don't even know if I asked you before, like, do you do you actually go to the range? I've been plotting to, but I haven't made it there quite yet. That's totally fine. Well, okay. Do you know who you would want to go with? Nah, nah. I would picture just going by myself. Wait, <laughs> Pretty much just dealing with the trainers. I keep forgetting you can bring people, but yeah. Wait, that sounds kind of scary to me. Like, I feel like when I try something that I think is like semi, I guess, I don't know. I guess like you're like a very independent person because I definitely, I guess, and I don't know if scared is the right word, but I definitely was like, I need to go with someone who like knows what they're doing, but wait, just go. And I guess like ask one of the, and I don't even know exactly how it works. Cause I went with three people who I knew, but wait, so like you were just going to pull up and be like, okay, Hey, teach me. Yeah, pretty much. What's well, an instructor at? Somebody that really know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I guess that's pretty smart too. Cause they, I mean, they're there. So they, they know, no, no. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm literally having these thoughts because I'm projecting because so when I went, I guess, because you know, everyone says, oh, it's going to be loud. Put your ear plugs they in. They got ear coverage for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So d double. All right. You put your ear plugs in and then you put your headphones on. Right. But the people standing next. Okay. And there was like, I don't know how many rows. It was like five, 10 or eight rows. I don't know what, how many rows it was, but we was on the far left. The people directly to the right of us, they were shooting some bad boys. I'm talking about the whole, everyone's body shook. Like I'm telling like the people that were in 
that uh, row, and I don't even know if they're called rows, lane, whatever, lane. That lane had like the fucking, they had the the big, the big boys and like all the other lanes, like we were, like we were shooting, but we weren't, it wasn't as intense. So yeah, the only reason like I ask is because when I went, because like when it would be my turn to shoot, if when the people next to us would be, you know, going the fuck off and it would like shake me and I wouldn't know, they weren't like shooting in like a, you know, a four beat, like boom, do 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 boom. Doo. Like it was, you know, it was random or whatever. And so sometimes I got shook because I'd be like, okay, I'm focused. I got my aim, I'm about to shoot. And then they would shoot right when I was about to shoot and I'd get like a little bit startled or whatever. So, I mean, luckily like I was with my boyfriend and his brothers, who's my friend and their dad. And they, you know, they prepped me before, before I went. But yeah, so I guess, look, you're walking in there with a lot of confidence, which I commend you because I definitely could not have been like someone who just went in alone to do it. I feel it for sure, but... That's how you boy moves. You just gotta sometimes do things by yourself. Okay, okay. Look, let me go ahead and snap for you for that one, cause this man said I want to do something. I'm gonna just go do it. Okay. Pretty much. I mean, ain't nobody gonna stop me from doing it. I'll be damned. <laughs> true, true. You know they uh. I'm trying to think. So when we went, it was like Valentine's weekend. You know you can change. And I'm not using any technical terms here because words are hard, but you can change like the target papers. Like there were some girls, there was a lane of girls, like just girls who they had like hearts and shit up and they were shooting the hearts and it was absolutely amazing. But it was for sure. Like happy Valentine's Day, happy Galentine's Day. We're going to go, we're just going to go shoot love right where it hurts. <laughs> right where, <laughs> oh yeah, just to, just go pop everything off. They get let, let some steam off on Valentine's Day. Honestly, yeah, you know, if I if I were single and I had a bunch of single friends and we were coming, we were we were all you know past I guess range goers. <laughs> I would definitely be like, yeah, let's go and just you shoot up all these hearts. Um, <laughs> but I digress. I digress. Yeah, whenever you make it out, that you know, honestly, like. Considering how much confidence you're, you'd already be walking in with, like, you'd get the hang of it. Like, I was super nervous in the beginning, and then I started to feel more um, more confident, you know? So, yeah. And that's all I'm trying to beat out, because with the help of a professional, I, I get that good feeling of, you know, I can do this by myself as well, too. Rather than just the battery on my pack, on my back from friends, you know what I'm saying? Which ain't nothing wrong with that, but like I said, I'd rather have somebody that knows exactly what they're doing, mm -hmm. teaching me to do it. Mm -hmm. There's so many, and not to even like make this episode just like solely about guns, but like now since I'm like mentally taking myself there at the range, I never knew how like tiny guns could be. Cause if I, if I like, if I got my own gun, like I would want like, a little tiny pocket rocket. You know what I'm saying? Like I have a friend, she's got like a little tiny pocket rocket. I'm telling you, she could put that shit in her titties. You know, I'm trying to be like incognito, okay? Like, I'm trying to be like, you don't even know. <laughs> That's completely understandable for sure. Mm hmm You know, I live in Atlanta. You live in Charlotte. They both have their own first 48, as my mom constantly reminds <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do have their own first 48. You're not lying for sure. Because when I first moved down here, you know, I got my first Hulu account. And they had first 48 on there. One of the first episodes was Charlotte. I was like, oh, Lord. 
Oh, not to the Zabu here. Not in Greensboro. You should not in Greensboro. Charlotte, Charlotte for sure. <laughs> Look, it's mad heads though, and the city's constantly growing. I mean, same for Charlotte. Constantly, constantly growing. Yeah, the streets have never been safe. Okay, the streets are not safe. All right, the streets are fun, but the streets are not safe. Hopefully, we gonna keep on keeping. Um, we just gotta do what we got to do. We can move in ways that allow us to live our life, but also coexist with the other people that are also occupying this space. Um, but wait, do you think? Do you think that you'll probably stay in Charlotte? Like, like do you like it enough? Like, where you want to stay? Uh, yeah, I think I could stay in Charlotte for sure because I've been to other places. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's not saying that there's no place like home, but. North Carolina is fairly cheap to live in versus everywhere else <laughs> that people want to move to. And um, just, yeah, rent is most definitely like, picture living in New York right now as we speak and paying the rent that they, they want them to pay up there. It's just asinine. Like, I have a one-bedroom and... A one bedroom up there is like thirteen hundred for just a very very simple one. It's almost like a closet. Uh huh. Uh huh. And just yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good where I'm at till the housing market, as they say, until the housing market gets better. If it does, who when uh when we're like five years in the future or something with the more sophisticated beverages with Keandra, we'll have a <laughs> gosh a housing. Yeah, no, we're not even gonna we're not even gonna touch that right now. Um <laughs> It's time for the spiel. The spiel, the spiel, the spiel, the spiel, the spiel, the spiel. If you ain't listen to anything else, your boy had to say the spiel is what we want you to take away. Honestly, I love I love this episode because a lot of it was like totally unplanned. I kind of like, I had like a bunch of things actually written down, but I love to just like dive straight into it. And we just like, we just start shooting the shit. But for those other scatterbrained people like me out there or who have Dory syndrome, also like me sometimes, short-term memory is a problem. The spiel, what do you want the listeners at home? What do you hope resonated with them today on your reloaded see with key episode oh uh, just keep striving that's that's the best thing that i hope that they could take away from everything is just keep going you know sometimes things can get sad of course but just keep going for sure you have no other choice just keep going keep going this is my push to everybody just keep going that's and you'll be fine i know that's right just keep going and making this full circle like Dory would say, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming. What a full circle. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Tea with Key.